What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to, to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their business for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Yasir Sharif, who's a co-founder of Axiom. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, um, things are good, Matt. Things are good. Good to hear. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Axiom, what is that? What, what are you working on? So Axiom is a no-code browser automation. Uh, that basically means it lets you record the actions you do in your web browser, like uh, clicking, typing, entering data into things and turn that into an automation. Um, normally you have to do that with like a script, but you know, we describe ourselves as a no code tool. So walk me through kind of how it works. I myself actually love no code. I, I love diving into all flows and apps and all that stuff. So I'm curious for myself, if I was to try this out, how, how does it work and how would someone kind of get started trying out Axiom? Do you want me to describe it verbally or I can even share my screen? Um, um, I think I think verbally is fine, just so people that are listening um, kind of get an idea. And, and then we can share links later so they can dive in themselves. So like if you've ever seen no code tools, you know, there's usually break down into steps. Like, you know, step one, do this. Step two, do that. Um, so uh, step one might be go to a page. Uh, step two might be like, you know, click on a button. Um, and you basically allow an automation to be built up by inputting these, these steps into like a workflow builder. If you've ever used Zapier, it's a lot like that, actually. Axiom is very similar to Zapier, but we operate on the user interface instead. So like, you know, like tech, text boxes and buttons and the like. Yeah, that's very powerful. And it kind of leads me to wonder, you know, how'd you kind of come up with the idea? I guess, in other words, what's the, um, what's the origin of the story here and how'd you get started? So um, this way of automating is called a robotic process automation. Um, Unfortunately, there's no robots involved, but you know, it's the bots that people refer to, like bots that you see crawling around the internet and doing things. So that's where that word comes from. And we ran a software consultancy in, uh, doing robotic process automation. And um, you know, a few years ago, it got quite big and a couple of big vendors have emerged. There's one called UiPath that a lot of people have heard of. They're worth about 30 billion now. Um, but what we found was uh, a, a venture capitalists like UiPath, but um, our customers didn't, um, they, but they loved tools like Zapier. Um, you know, people heard, of, you know, there's this trend some people talk about with the consumerization of SaaS, where, um, you know, SaaS products like to be more self-serve and consumer friendly these days. And that's something we observed on the ground. So what we wanted to do is take that RPA technology, that way to automate with user interfaces, but um, make it as friendly as, as Zapier is to people where, you know, no coders can build bots themselves rather than go to a developer to do it. And kind of walk me through a little bit as, as you're building this company out, what's an average day look like for you as you're working on it? Are you coding yourself? Are you, you know, finding customers, fundraising? You know, what's a day in the life uh, for you? 
so these days we've been quite lucky in that we have quite good organic growth. Uh, like Axiom is listed as a Chrome extension on the Chrome store, and I think we come up third for browser automation now. Um, so that means we get a fairly a fairly big influx of traffic. Um, so we usually start the day actually just by talking to customers. Um, so you know, like with a lot of no code tools or tools in general, uh, it's not always it, it's not everybody gets it straight away, right? Like it's why um if you ever seen Superhuman, they do like an onboarding for people where they show people how to use the software. So um, whilst we don't do that, whilst we don't force that, we allow it. Um, so sometimes we'll be like doing like a superhuman onboarding. Sometimes we'll be working on customer support, but the day always starts with talking to a customer and trying to fix a problem that they have. And, you know, it goes from there basically, um, which might be, it might involve coding. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That makes sense. And then I guess one more question along those lines, as you've been building this out, what um what have been some things you've learned about the market or company building or kind of yourself like you know as you've been getting this organic growth what are some learnings that you've come across so the main thing is actually understanding the difference between a vitamin and a painkiller and seeing that really uh, borne out um you know the whole vitamin painkiller analogy where like some products are vitamins and they make something a little bit better um and other times that uh, other times they're painkillers where it's something that people need um axiom can actually be both um, but we tell people if, if you want to use Axiom as like a personal productivity tool for something, when you say, oh, it'd be nice if you could do this, it would be okay. You're using it as a vitamin, whereas our best users are using it as a painkiller. Like they have a real pain point. Um, it's those customers that are in pain that you need to listen to the most, um, not the vitamin users. So that's been a real important lesson. I like that framework a lot. Um, and, you know, I think it applies to, to a lot in regards to company building. And I kind of want to look out now, like 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future. What do you see as the, the, the big vision for Axiom? Or in other words, you know, what's the big vision and what direction are you rowing in every day as you build out this company? Um, so I guess there's, 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 there's like a high level thing here where you think about, okay, people spend their whole working day in the web browser, right? Literally a whole working day is there now. And the web browser is a passive medium. Um, but actually it could be more, more active, you know, it could automate things for you. Um, right now we're doing that very, you know, is in this no code approach. Um, in the future, we could imagine it being a little bit more intelligent. Um, perhaps not as quite as bad as Microsoft's paperclip from the 90s, which came with really bad suggestions. But you know, there's this idea that actually the web browser, right now you use it to do things, but it could be a lot more active in helping you build automations to, to speed up your work. And then in order to kind of make that happen and make it come to life, you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup work and, and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? You're looking for capital? Are you looking for customers or partners? How can we assist? Uh, well, actually, we're likely to be hiring quite soon. Um, and, you know, I think one of the most important things for us is technical customer support. Um, if, if anybody's listening to this and, you know, um, they think themselves as a people person that's also quite technically minded, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, we're likely to be hiring for, for growth marketing as well. Uh, we just finished this, um, this Y Combinator cohort. So um, there's usually like a post, post YC round of hiring. Um, cool. And then if someone is interested in learning more um, or working with you uh, um, or anything kind of in that, in that ca capacity, how can, they, how can someone learn more about you? Do you have a website, social media? Do you have an email address? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, I mean, you can go to axiom.ai. Uh, axiom.ai um, or you can email me uh, yaseer at axiom.ai um, yeah I'd happy to talk to anybody who's um, who's interested in either of those things cool well thank you so much for coming on to the podcast I really appreciate it yeah awesome it's been great talking to you Matt